Helmets and Heels, <laughs> built by DreamFinders Homes, Yippee. is presented by Underwood Jewelers and American Window Products on 1010XL. Now your hosts, Donna Murphy, Lauren Brooks, Amanda Borges, and Blythe Brumley. You know, anytime someone says the word upgrade, I get this song in my head. I don't know about y'all, but every single time, and I start to sing it a little bit. It's a great word. Talk about an upgrade. So where we normally broadcast is, is plush at 1010XL <laughs> headquarters. Here is hey, the- <laughs> come on now. It's a little I mean, smelly a, by the time we get in. There is a mini fridge in there. Right. There's there's some chairs and carpet that's... Uh, we just got new chairs, things. okay? Oh, well, and they're beautiful. haven't been recently. <laughs> they're great. But talking about upgrading, yes. this is a wee bit of an upgrade considering... The event is catered, and there's a bar outside. There's this a bar. This is not exactly how we normally do a show. No, this is basically like our own house party. It it's really is. fantastic. So um, hint to uh, our producer, a little house party by Sam Hunt <laughs> would, would work as a rejoin <laughs> on the show today. I just not thought of that. So, by the way, Jags fans, if you stop by the DreamFinders home during a home game this season, you will register to win a free iPad mini. That's nice. a pretty good deal. In yeah. addition to seeing, obviously, this stunningly gorgeous home. Yeah, this home is built right outside the stadium in Gate 4, and it really is a custom-built home. I haven't been upstairs yet. I'm planning oh, on taking a little tour. Because you've been by it's the because food. because I'm, uh, yes, I've been by the food. <laughs> Who could blame me? Why would I want to give up this seat? It's so close. No, absolutely. I think one of the cool things is that the inspiration came from a department store rooftop in Paris. Oh, wow. Interesting. I didn't know I that. mean... Paris is a pretty good spot to. I'd say not too shabby. I mean, I haven't been there. Me neither. But maybe that's a helmets and heels plane trip. Yeah, absolutely. But so we are missing Donna tonight. Donna, Mm -hmm. if you are listening, uh, we send you lots of love, and I know you would absolutely love this because Donna's in the midst of building her own home right now. So this would be incredible inspiration for her. But of course, we'll hope that she rejoins us next week. All right, ladies. Josh Scobie yesterday. Mm-hmm. Blythe, I know is sad. It, it feels like the Jags just keep taking the things that are closest to her heart <laughs> and taking them Poor away. Blythe. And I always want to like wonder if you're crying at work or if people are consoling you. And so we have our time now to to help, really help you and counsel you. Get it off your chest. We're here for you. Right. You no, know, I really feel like I let it all out on Twitter <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Were you shocked? Not necessarily shocked. I mean, I get the X's and O's and and the financial side of it. The NFL teams, they they always want to get younger and cheaper. I just, just, he's a fan favorite. And Mm -hmm. I think um, he's missed for a reason because he he doesn't just, you know, kick game winning field goals all the time and um, is, I think, the the highest scoring Jaguar in in franchise history. Mm -hmm. He is. But he also is very active in the community and charity and he's, he's, interacts with the fans all the time. I, I think I told the story before, but the when, when I just first started writing, Scobie recognized me on the field, and it was one of the coolest moments of my life. Like, I was like, oh, my God, an NFL player knows who I am. Wait, and he recognized you on the field? I, I had these um, these these pregame uh, passes okay. to get onto the field, and so you can go and you can hang out on the sidelines before kickoff, but they kick you off after, after the they kickoff. They kick you off. Right. 
So I'm walking through the tunnel Scobie and I walk by, I walk by Scobie and I was, and I reach my hand out to shake his hand and he looks at me and he's like, wait, he was like, you're Blythe, guys girl, right? <gasps> and I was like, yes, I am. I am speechless. And that's just that, I mean, wow. that was like four or five years ago. And since then we've kind of, you know, um, developed friendship and kind of gone back and forth, mm-hmm. um, interviewed him uh, several times. Um, he's just a great character. Like what you see is what you get. And I think Pittsburgh is, is extremely lucky. To get a guy like that, I don't know how happy he is going to be suiting up that with that uniform. But I mean, they're getting a good guy, and I think eventually he'll he'll make a home base in Jacksonville and and, and stay here for long term. What was the mood around the stadium yesterday? I knew you were going to ask me that. So <laughs> yesterday was yesterday. I could just read your mind. Yesterday was very hush hush because the deal wasn't official. So after practice, you know, some people were kind of pushing us. Hey, what's going on? He couldn't talk about it. Um, we did talk a little bit about Jason Myers, um, the kicker. Which always reminds me of, like, the Friday the 13th movie. (laughs) That name, every time I hear it, just makes me think of, like, a scary person. Keep going. A scary person. Okay, well, he's not scary. He is, (laughs) he looks, well, he's a rookie, but he looks young. He's a short little guy, but he's got a foot on him, so he can kick. But yesterday was very hush-hush, and um, players weren't really allowed to talk about it. Um, And... Gus couldn't talk much about it either, but it's one of those things where, like you said, Blythe, he was the longest tenured player with the team. So it just says a lot that you don't have to ask any player. You already know that it's it's such a young team that they kind of need someone that's been there for a long time, even if it is the kicker. How Um, old were you 12 years ago, Amanda Borges? 12 years ago? Uh You're going to make me do math right now? I I was 12. Okay, so you were 12 when Josh Scobie started kicking for the Jags. Wait, was I 12, 12 years ago? No, yeah. I was not 12. Are you 24? Yeah. Okay, then yes. But that sounds so well, young. Math is hard. Well, and I think... <laughs> Listen, I'm a journalist, okay? We don't do For math. For a reason. But so I say that, of course, to, to demonstrate the point that this is a player who has been here since you were 12 years old. There, <laughs> right. are, there are people, though, yeah. there are fans of the Jags that have never known any other kicker. Yeah, you're And right. if they were to name another... If, if you were to ask a kind of a young generational Jaguar fan who is another kicker, they may not know unless they've really studied, you know, and they mm-hmm. could name Mike Hollis. Mm-hmm. But it's so that's kind of, I think, the the hard hit for Jaguar fans is that's one of the players. Like, literally, it's no joke over the last few years that if you were to ask people on the street, who is your favorite Jaguar? We're probably one of the only teams of the 32 where people would say the kicker, mm-hmm. Josh Scobie. Mm-hmm. And I have had a couple people ask me terif- in terrifying voices, um, will they still do the firehouse yes. subs thing? And I said, yes, that's not that's a Scobie thing. It is a Jaguars thing. But I think Josh is just such a funny character. One of my favorite tweets was when he was, I guess, like folding laundry. And he took a picture of his son's shorts. And his son was like the age of two. <laughs> And he took a picture next to his wife's shorts. And he was like, I don't even know which ones are which. Hashtag tiny wife. <laughs> and I remember just tiny like, wife. Yes. And I've seen her before, you know, in person and stuff. And she is, she is she in great tiny. shape and tiny. Yeah, adorable. I think they met at La Tech when he was in mm-hmm. school. So oh, they did. they've been dating a long time since you were probably like four. Right. Or three. <laughs> but but I think that, that there's just there's an emotional connection from the fans with Jackson DeVille, mm-hmm. you know, Curtis Dvorak as Jackson DeVille, and with Josh Scobie. And I don't think if the Jags had a master plan, they would have, by the way, there's lightning back there. Um, I don't think that they would have d- designed it this way. I don't think they would have right. gotten rid of 
Curtis as Jackson and Josh all in kind of a few month time frame. But you know what? One is one is business when it comes to on the field and one is business when it comes to off the field. So fans are just going to have to get used to the new kicker and the new mascot. I, and I think fans will take comfort in knowing that Scobie will hate putting on that uniform as much as we hate seeing him in it. Probably. Hate is a very and, well, strong hate. word. When I, you he's get had a, a lot of game-winning kicks against Pittsburgh. I has. know, but when you get a paycheck, sometimes you got to kind of put that <laughs> to the side. Oh, yeah. he'll, he'll collect his checks, but it doesn't mean he doesn't have to hate the uniform he's putting on. Well, he'll hate the uniform, but, you know, I think his job as a kicker, your job as an NFL player the end-all, be-all is you are an NFL player. You could be playing in Jacksonville today, and you could be playing in Buffalo tomorrow. Like, that's just the business. Well, is it never, ideal? No. And you're right. Scobie. He's never played exactly. for another team. He's always played for the Jaguars. So right. it's a little bit different in his case, where somebody right. else is used to picking up and moving every couple years. Mm-hmm. He, he's different. And, and that is a hated rival. And so. he has a family to move to, which I'm sure is difficult. Right. Well, mm-hmm. and hopefully they'll, they'll stay here. Yeah, right. I, hopefully I would they'll keep their they house here, here and, yeah. and, you know, just get something up there. But. The one, I think, benefit for Scobie is talk about going from a fan base that absolutely loves you to a fan base that is a rabid, you know, excited fan base. Mm-hmm. And even if they aren't that great this year, I think they will they will learn to embrace it. And it was a desperate quickly. need for Pittsburgh, too. Oh, absolutely. Too. Yeah. Anytime once, you can trade a kicker for right. something And once you saw that Sean Swisham tore his ACL, mm-hmm. it was like, okay, they're going to get somebody. Right. And uh, I know someone asked me if, if I thought Josh Scobie would get cut, and I said, absolutely not. They did not ask me. If he would get traded. So I feel secure. In my well, answer. I will tell you that yesterday we had a conference call with Dave Caldwell, who's the GM of the team, for those who don't know. And he really made it seem like they had a tough decision to make with Scobie. And he didn't come out and say it, but the way that he worded his sentences were, you know, we were on the path to considering cutting him and then the de- uh, offers started coming in and Pittsburgh, they offered the best deal. And so they took it and that kind of just helped the progress of that going um, the way it did. But Codwell did say that this was the hardest thing that he's had to do since being with the team. Not that that really makes any better for the fans, but at least know that this wasn't like a, okay, we're done moving on. You know, like it, they thought about Absolutely. it. Um, it was just a business move and it wasn't easy for them to do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, I think uh, these guys have spoken. They're not happy. They're not happy either. Nope. Lots of thunder here. Thunder and lightning. But uh, when we return, we will talk to... And rain, apparently. People are walking in wet. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Um, Just what the house wanted to see. But we'll see how it stands up to the test of of the dirt. Uh, All right. So when we do return, we will talk to the founder of Dreamfinder Homes, Patrick Zalupski. And he's got a really interesting story that we will share. You are listening to Helmets and Heels on 10 Excel on 2.5 FM. It don't take but two to have a little soiree. If you're in the mood, sit tight right where you are, babe. Because I'll be at your door in 10 minutes. Whatever you got on, girl, stay in it. You ain't got to leave the house to have a good time. I'm going to bring the good time home to you. You're listening to Helmets and Heels on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. So that's how you know you have a good producer. Thank you, Scott. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the voice of the one and only Sam Hunt and House Party. Because what are we having? We are having our very own house party right now. House party. It's pretty awesome. Uh, did you bring, by the way, the I think it was a, the last email I sent, did you bring your pajamas to stay? <laughs> no, but I really should have. I can go get them. Yeah, that's not a problem. Yeah. I will gladly stay here. Pretty sure I have to be here tomorrow for practice anyway. Absolutely. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, mark your calendars for next Thursday for the Back to Football Bash, the Roar Calendar launch. 
It is, of course, right here at Everbank Field in the all-new FanDuelville. For people who don't know where FanDuelville is, if you haven't been in the stadium yet this year, it's the old Clevelander deck. And I don't even know if I'm allowed to say the word Clevelander, but just to give people an, of an idea of where it is. And you said it anyway, so and it's I said it anyways, exactly. So where is it going to be? Like I said, the FanDuelville. It's the north part of the end zone. There's an epic happy hour. You know it's a good happy hour when it's called epic. $2 draft beers, $3 cocktails, and all food $5. Oh, wow. $5. $5 make you holla. Then there's going to be live music. There's going to be, you know, some bottle surface for $500. Oh. What else? That's all? So, uh, yeah. So not only will it be the Back to Football Bash, but, again, it will be the Roar Calendar launch. Always a good time. So, like I said, next Thursday, mark your calendars. We'll all right, that. ladies, we are at the kitchen table at the Dreamfinders home. Mm-hmm. There's food all around us. There's people all around us. There's photographers all around us. I mean, nothing says an, an, a, a completely <laughs> gorgeous place like photographers and food. And we're here with the founder, Patrick Zalupski. Hi, Patrick. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Great. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And we had Jen on last week, the uh, event planning extraordinaire, because I, I totally read her title that said, Jen Stewart's title that said, event planner and more. And more. She's, she's the best. Do you yeah. have an and more on your title, too? I Founder and cannot more. Claim Founder that. and more. You. <laughs> so you originally came up with the concept to start DreamFinders back around the kind of recession. So tell us a little bit about how the idea came about and uh, how you got to where you are today. Sure. We uh, we started, we were actually founded in 2003. Uh, I had a partner and we partnered up in 2008 and grew the business. And then in 2013, uh, I went and bought him out. He wanted to kind of slow things down a little bit and, and, and focus on other things in life. And I uh, wanted to continue to grow the company. And so we're uh, expanding now into new markets. We're in Orlando uh, Savannah, uh, Georgia, Denver, Colorado, Austin, Texas, and then we're uh, based here in Jacksonville, Florida. Awesome. Savannah's one of my favorite cities, so I might just have to <laughs> go up and see if you have a model home up there for Lauren to buy. <laughs> so you guys do everything with the building of the home, right? There's nothing that you don't do, or am I wrong in that? No, we, we, we do the entire process. Um, some communities, we actually develop the land as well, but primarily we're a home builder, meaning we take a finished home site and build the vertical construction, which is the home. So, Do you use a bush hogger when you develop the land? Occasionally. <laughs> occasionally. Why do you even know what that is? A bush hog is I have required. to show off the fact that I did know what that was. I've and never I even heard of that. that in there. It's a machine. And a nail gun sometimes. <laughs> I do know what a nail gun is. It's not this nail gun. Yes, I know that. I've used a nail gun before. Thank you very much. Hitting And a hammer. Hammers, See? nails. They See, I'm good those. at this. I'm pretty good at this stuff. Absolutely. Lumber, everything. Jesus. I've derailed us. Patrick, why do you think that your company, you, you said you started up in, in sort of the middle of a recession. Why do you think that your company survived when so many other housing companies failed? Oh, We, we were fortunate that we didn't have uh, a lot of the legacy land assets that maybe some of the larger builders did going into the recession. And so we were really kind of starting with a clean slate, and we saw that as an opportunity to, to be fairly aggressive in the market and acquire land at what we felt were below market prices. And uh, it's worked out all right so far, and so hopefully we can continue to build a good business, just like the Jaguars. Our, our mission is to get better every day, and if we can get better every day, then uh, you know we'll have a good company you know, at the end of each year. And as long as we do that, I think uh, consumers will uh, appreciate it. 
And the premise of it is to be able to build a home that costs less but is actually better quality. Exactly, which is, which is I would say, is simple to articulate but more difficult to execute. And so Absolutely. Um, we really strive every day to get uh, improve our processes, uh, work with our vendors to get better products at better pricing. Um, and then, you know, that passes down through to the customers, and uh, they appreciate it, and they see it. Um, I believe they see it because we're, we're, you know, we're taking market share. We're selling uh, more homes than uh, just about any other builder in, in the Northeast Florida market. And your mom is part of the reason that you are really kind of where you are and, and how you decided on a lot of the materials, right? Well, she, she had a hand in it. I mean, I would say there's, there's, uh, there are hundreds of people daily that have, have profound influence on the business and what we do. And so, but, but in the beginning, my mom was actually one of our first agents on site and, uh, that lasted maybe a couple months and she couldn't, <laughs> she couldn't work for me, but, uh, and, uh, but no, she, we used to walk homes together and she'd point out, you know, why did, why did this, why does this builder do this? Why don't they just spend a little bit more money and do a little bit nicer product? And so I, I learned a lot. She's she's a realtor in town, so she kind of had a, a kind of a finger on the pulse of what consumers were looking for, and uh, so we, we you know we try to integrate that into our business and apply it to what we were doing, and, and it really came down to just giving better features at uh, what we believe is a better price. So tell us about this home. Why did you choose to build it at the stadium of all places? Well, I mean, can you think of a better place? No, to build not a home? at all. I just <laughs> didn't know what the process was like. Did you have a list of places you wanted, and then you just chose <laughs> <That's> the stadium? <laughs> That's right. Well, big Jaguar fan, so that was uh, the top of the list. But uh, we've been looking for new ways to uh, enhance one our customer experience. But the Jaguars were looking for ways to enhance their customer experience, and you know, we thought we could kind of dovetail those together. And we had a, a little ten by ten booth last year in the fan zone out here. And it's a little tent. And I just saw all this green space that really I didn't think was being utilized. And so I kind of started thinking it would be great if we could build a home, wow. uh, which I didn't think they would actually buy into. But Yeah, how does that conversation work? Like, how do you approach the Jaguars? Like, I want to build a home. Well, so, so our guy, TJ Stride, is our uh, our customer uh, sales, uh, you know, experience guy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he... Uh, it's his job to really meet. I just throw out ideas to him, and it's his job to go figure out how it gets done. So then he goes back to his team and Scott Massey and Mike DiMartino, and they all get together, and then they pitch it to Mark Lamping. And, you know, and I'm sure he probably went to Shad and said, all right, we're going to build a house. And but I think I think uh, Shad liked the idea because in, in uh, Fulham in, in London they have, which is Shad's football team. Right. They have uh, football. They have uh, a home at Craven Cottage, which is their stadium, and so uh, it kind cool. of was a, a cool sort of synergy. And uh, Mark Lamping pointed that out at one of our first meetings about it. That you know we've got a home at the stadium in Craven Cottage, so why not at uh, Everbank Field? So it, uh, it again, it took a lot of people: SMG, the City of Jacksonville, the Jaguars, and uh, and then obviously our trade partners and our employees. Uh, got behind it, and it's just been a, you know, we built the house in 49 days. Wow, that's crazy. And uh, we had guys out here almost seven days a week, and it was a great, great project that came together uh, beautifully in the end, and so we were really excited about it. It really did. It's gorgeous. I highly recommend for everyone who's about to, you know, walk into the gate before a game, swing on by, tour the house. I mean, it's it's stunning, and there's some Jaguar-specific areas that uh, people can check out as well. 
we try to integrate as much teal as possible, uh, you know, without without. That's why losing... I'm wearing a teal shirt, by the <laughs> way. Oh, I see that. I see some teal sprinkled in downstairs. Yeah, more upstairs, and the okay. front the front doors are teal too. So, right, you know, that's that true. Was, uh, that's very true. It was the accent color? So I have kind of a technical question to ask you. This house is not going to stay here forever. How does it get picked up and moved? So we worked uh, in design in the design phase. Uh, you know the 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 plan, as you alluded to, is to keep the home here through the end of the 2016 season. Okay. And then we will actually uh, break it into three three pieces and move it likely to uh, Springfield, where we'll acquire a home site, move it, reassemble it, and then we'll donate it to a military veteran. Love it. And so it's been designed in uh, three sections. The, the top floor will come off in its entirety, and then the front and the rear will break apart. And we doubled up some walls in those areas to, to maintain the structural integrity. Okay. And we'll break those apart, and then we'll be able to put it onto a large, you know, tractor trailer, essentially, and, and move it. And then put it back awesome. together. Put it back together. Wow. Is that essentially how all of your houses are built? No, n- none of our homes are built. <laughs> yeah. like, wow. Do you know the ball pieces track the logistics of yeah. that, I imagine, no, are a little This hectic. is the only home built that way. Um, we built all of our homes on site, which we built this on site too. This was built 100% on site, but we designed it so that it could be moved off site. And so um, it's almost built like a manufactured home if, as if it was done in a factory. But we literally did it completely 100% on site. We actually have a video uh, on our website, dreamfindersomes.com, that goes through it. It's a uh, webcam mm, that took a picture lapse. every 15 minutes. It's a time lapse. Mm-hmm. Wow. And you can see it from day one through the completion. It's really cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so it's great. So I'd recommend going on and seeing that. All right, Patrick, so cool. you're a big Jags fan. So let's get to some football. Do you, we're three preseason games in. What is your prediction? Do you have a prediction yet for the regular season's oh, record? My uh, heart wants to say 10 to 12 wins, <laughs> but my uh, mind says 7 to 9. So okay. We'll, I think that's, uh, that's yeah, somewhat optimistic. Yeah, we'll see. So I, I mean, I think if we're in the 8 to 9, then we're talking playoffs here in December. I, well, as long as we've got a chance at, towards the end of the season, I think everybody's excited. And uh, I think the organization, to their uh, credit, is doing all the right things and making the right moves. And you know, we see it not just in the in the football operations, as you guys talk about, but kind of through the advertising, the marketing. It, it truly feels like a partnership with the Jaguars. And so um, they're just going above and beyond. To, and I, I think that, like I said, that transcends football, but it, it, it all comes back to winning on the field. And I think that the mentality and um, the culture they're creating is going to lead to wins. So I'm excited about it. Absolutely. I, don't, I think between Mark Lamping and Shad, you know, their visions for everything are – a lot of times beyond what most people would think of. And I think that's exactly what this house is representative of Mm -hmm. is something I would never in a million years have dreamed to have right outside the stadium is an actual legitimate home, not just, you know, a fake refrigerator and like fake, you know, oranges on the counter, but it's, (laughs) it's actually a gorgeous house. So, so I mentioned, I got, I was able to, I had the pleasure of giving, uh, shot a tour a private tour this morning nice. of the home nice. and uh so I, I i suggested he actually spend the night here you know <laughs> and, and he 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 accepted so we'll see if we can get him to come nice. through on that maybe you guys can help uh you pajama party and <laughs> That was going to be my next question. I don't know if Sean wants a pajama party with us, but we'll have our own pajama party. Of course Sean wants a pajama party with us. I think we'd be too annoying. The Jaguar onesie 
uniform or something yes. would be. I don't know. He probably like makeovers, like, like silk pajamas. Because I yeah, know I, I can th- see that. The one time I talked to him, he said if he was a woman, he would have the Prada bag to match his Prada shoes because everything <laughs> should be matching. So I, I'm sure he would have some really nice pajamas that would put oh our like cotton gosh. guys to shame. But Patrick Zalupski. Thank you so much for joining us, founder of DreamFinder Homes. This really is incredible. It is. And we appreciate your time. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you, well, when you go from giving Shot a private tour of the house to having us, we feel like we're in pretty good company. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for uh, having us on the same day that you gave Shot right. a tour. We absolutely. planned it that way. Yeah, actually, of course. So. <laughs> absolutely. All Thanks, right. Patrick. Well, when we return, speaking of the Jaguars, there is a Jaguar player here. In the DreamFinders home, you will find out who that is coming up shortly on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Stay in touch with 1010XL on the Boston's Restaurant and Sports Bar text line. Time is a precious thing. Never waste it. If you can't call or email, text us at 641-1010. I'm here with Clayton Bromberg of Underwoods. You hear about guarantees and warranties. What is Underwoods policy? Frank, to talk about guarantees and warranties, you have to look at our history of over 70 years in business. Underwoods' entire reason for existence is and has been to offer fine products that will be used with such satisfaction that both the giver and the receiver will want to come back, and hopefully they'll tell their friends about us. To do this means we've got to try our hardest to satisfy every customer. All of our people understand that. Now, I'm sure over the years we've made a few mistakes, but we've never failed to make good on any Underwood product that was returned with a legitimate customer complaint. Our entire reputation would mean nothing if we didn't conduct ourselves that way. Simply put, conducting our business with integrity is a lot more important to Underwoods and our customers than all the guarantees, warranties, and contrived legal obligations in the world. And you've got Underwood's word, my word, and all of our people's word on that. Underwood's in San Marco, Avondale, the shops of Ponte Vedra, and the Avenues Mall. Frank Frangie here on behalf of Metabolic Research Centers. It is amazing to hear the great stories our listeners have been sharing with us about the weight they have lost with Metabolic. You've heard us talk about our success and have heard from your fellow listeners. Here's another listener on his success on the Metabolic Weight Loss Program. My name is Bob Taylor. I've lost 60 pounds, 5 inches on a Metabolic Research Center. I was listening to 1010XL and heard about Metabolic. Went in for a free consultation and the rest is history. They've changed my life immensely. Since I've lost the weight, I'm back to running and my self-esteem has grown in bounds and I 100% recommend it to everyone. Are you going to be the next one to lose that weight? Four-week programs start at just $49. Metabolic Research Centers have 10 convenient locations on the First Coast and the greatest people to help you on your weight loss journey. To find one near you and to set up a free consultation, click on emetabolic.com or call 800-501-8090. Amanda Borges here. Are you currently studying for your life and health insurance license? Are you taking an insurance securities exam soon, but you're not quite ready? Excel Testing Solutions, a national leader and insurance licensing is based right here in Jacks, and they're offering a weekly one-day cram course at its state-of-the-art learning center completely free. Register now at exceltesting.com. That's the letter X, C-E-L testing.com. Excel Testing, preparing people to pass. 
Attention Northeast Florida residents, the Slammer and Squire in King and Bear would like to welcome you to come play the official courses of the World Golf Hall of Fame. Play the Slammer and Squire for only $49 and the King and Bear for only $59. These rates are available anytime Sunday through Thursday and after 11 a.m. on Friday and Saturday for Northeast Florida residents. Call 940-6088. That's 940-6088. Proof of residency is required at check-in. Serve fresh and hot every day. 1010XL, 92.5 FM. American Window Products has over 60 window models, a solution for every home. American Window Products is an exclusive dealer of Eastern Architectural Systems. Here since 1981, they stand by the quality of their products and installation. As a bonus for 1010XL listeners, get a free Energy Star glass package. Call 731-2247. American AmericanWindowProducts.com The store that's changing forever how people in Jacksonville buy diamonds is out with our most spectacular offer ever. Right now at Global Diamonds, you can get five years zero interest financing with no money down on any purchase. This is an extraordinary opportunity. Get the guaranteed best price Global Diamonds is known for and spread your payments out over five years with zero interest and nothing down. How about a $6,000 designer engagement ring? You pay just $100 a month. Or a $4,000 GIA certified diamonds. It's yours today for only $67 a month. For this incredible event, everything's included at Global Diamonds. Stud earrings, bracelets, eternity bands, colored stones, pendants, wedding bands, all designer jewelry. No exclusions, no fine print, nothing held back. How about a $15,000 three-stone ring? You pay just $250 a month. Fine jewelry has never been more affordable thanks to Global Diamonds, but you have to hurry. It ends September 30th. Five years, zero interest on anything and everything. Global Diamonds, Jacksonville's direct diamond importer. At the markets at Town Center between West Marine and REI. On approved credit, see store for details. Who's Mike Dempsey talking to at the Metro Diner chat counter? Find out on Jaguars Today. 10 to noon weekdays on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Metro Diner, where the locals eat. Girls just want to talk football. More helmets and heels now on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Welcome back to Helmets and Heels. Thanks again to Dreamfinders Home founder Patrick Zalewski for joining us and explaining exactly how they're going to get this place somewhere else. And I just have to echo the fact that I love that they are giving this place to a military veteran who certainly deserves it. It's best part and, of the story. Uh, absolutely best part of the story. Thanks for their service in advance. Well, now to our special guest, Ryan Davis, Jaguars defensive yes. end. Hi, Ryan. How are you? Hey, I'm doing fine. How are you? We are great. Thank you. Sure. I mean, look around. Yes. Welcome to our house party. Oh, thanks for having me. It's <laughs> real nice in here. I love the decor and everything. I'm having a good time so far. Did you decorate awesome. your own place? Um, a little bit. Not. There's not a whole bunch of decorations in there, but... Now, you know, I'm starting to put my little touch in it. But really, you know, I want my mom to come in on a weekend. And have so. Moms are the best. Yes, yes, she's the best. So I want her to, you know, kind of put her touch on it. You're from Tampa. Does she still live in Tampa? Yes, yes, she's still in okay. Tampa. So. Did you know that Amanda's from Tampa? Yes. Yep, yes, we've I talked did. about that before. Just yeah. making sure. Yeah, in fact, I was concerned, actually, because there were terrible storms there. What was it? A couple yeah, weeks ago yeah, or something? Like yeah, so I was like, is everyone, you know, your friends and family, is everyone okay? Because everything was flooding. Yeah. Um, so hopefully there isn't more rain yeah, with the yeah, hurricane. It was real and stuff. bad, you know, but, you know, luckily, you know, the, the floods didn't affect, you know, the area where 
I grew up and where I live at back home. So, yeah. but you know, that's over with now. I'm glad. Everything's all good. Yeah. Although awesome. there might be a flood outside right now. Oh my it gosh. Might, it just might be. I, I actually, when I pulled up, I ran like inside because the lightning was like. Right. On top I, I was, of us. I was scared. I was coming over, um, you know, the heart bridge right here. I was scared. Like, <laughs> I almost like I swerved a little bit in my car. I remember from the time I was little, my mom always said a very safe place to be when there's lightning is the car. Yeah. Which I don't understand. It's like right there. I don't rubber tires, that's why. There are only yeah. four rubber tires. The whole thing is you're made not, of metal. You're not thinking about that when you see the lightning flash right in front of you. So Right. No, there was one that it we could see it and then immediately the thunder. And, you know, of course, like the closer the bolt is yeah. to the thunder, then that means. Right. So I think it was like right outside. But yeah. that is a nod to how great this place is constructed, mm-hmm. despite the fact that but it was done in 49 days. Ryan, what is it like playing in the rain? Um, is it fun? It's, it's really not that fun. No? It's Stop really it. not that fun. You slide around. You get cleats. See me? I hate wet socks and wet shoes. <laughs> yeah. So playing out there in the wet, oh, just your feet slide around inside your cleats, and then you feel like you're going to fall every time. It's, it's just not, not fun. Good. But, I mean, you got to deal with it. Right? So not a fan of mud football at all? Not a real big no. fan of that. Not a real big fan of it, No. No. So you came from a small school. Mm-hmm. How many other guys right now are playing in the NFL from Bethune-Cookman? Ah, oh, man. Um, you were not prepared for this question. I am, I am. I am. <laughs> I talked with my teammates about this earlier. Cause, He's you taking know, out his notes. Uh, we got about four other guys on rock. On rosters right now. Okay. Wow, that's pretty good for the that's mid good. Eastern Atlantic and Conference. Mid Eastern Atlantic, yeah, yeah, Athletic yeah. Conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was very. Cool. As a matter of fact, when we played the Lions the other day, um, you know, a teammate of mine, rookie this year, Eric Williams. Um, was on the field. And, you know, Rasheem Mathis also plays for them. We used to play yep. for the yeah. Jacks. So that's like we had to take a picture. That's like the first time three Bethune-Cookman guys been on the same field. And we were joking around saying that was a world record and stuff like that. <laughs> for but it might be. It, it might be, but, you know, it was fun, though. So that was good. That's awesome. Yeah. How are they supposed to be this year, do you know, Bethune-Cookman? We're supposed to be great. Yeah? We're supposed to be great, okay. man. We're supposed to dominate the MEAC this year. The MEAC. I love it. <laughs> the MEAC. Great. The MEAC. We're supposed to dominate this year. That's awesome. Yes, yes. Uh, you call yourself the the selfie king <laughs> yeah. as far as when it comes to, to stacking a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Is there one in the league that you haven't stacked yet that you want that selfie with? Ooh, man. It's, yes, a few in the league that, you know, that I want to sack. Um, 32 minus six and a half. Because huh. <laughs> he had six enough. and a half sacks last year. Right. Yeah, we get I, it. Don't Nick. do the math, there's Amanda. A, there's a few, there's, there's a <laughs> so few guys. There's a, there's a few quarterbacks on the list, you know, uh, you know that I would like to, uh, you know, sack, you know. You know, do I have to name them or, yeah. or could I well, name why them? Not? Sure. Name, name one. Name I'm one. sure uh, they might know who they are, right? Yeah, well, maybe. I don't know. You never might, know. But, you know, uh, one of the all-time greats, uh, you know, definitely going to be in the Hall of Fame, uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. You know, he's definitely you know, one of the guys that, you know, you know, I want to get out there as a pass rusher. But, you know, um, with everything going on with him right now, you know, I don't know if I'll get that shot right Do you now. think he's going to be on the field whenever you guys play them? And we uh, I, I don't know. It's kind of a sticky situation for him right now, but you know, however it goes, I'll be ready to play anyway. You know, who's ever back there? Well, you can sack Jimmy Garoppolo and then tell him in his ear. <laughs> that was for that Tom. Was for Tom. <laughs> you know, that, that would be fun. I'll make sure to remember that, you know, uh, you know, when game time rolls around. That'd be fun. How did that yeah. selfie thing start? For those who don't know, that's kind of your celebration thing. Yeah, you kind of uh, pretend to take a selfie. I actually started a couple of years ago, uh, I think, what, 2013. Uh, we were playing the Texans here. I think it was a Thursday night game. You know, I was just... In the locker room before the game, everybody had their little sack celebrations and what. I didn't have nothing, so I just got active a couple of weeks uh, prior to that. So like, whoever goes out there, man, just go out there like you're taking a selfie, you know. See, like whoever makes the play first. I, it wasn't necessarily my celebration at first. So 
went out there. Jason Babin, uh, I think he had a sack, and I had, like, the tackle for the loss on the play. And, and I just went out there and did it. I didn't know if anybody understood it at the time. You know, I thought it would be funny, you know, because, you know, just, you know, day and age with the technology and the Instagram and all that kind of stuff. And from then on out, I just, you know, had a little fun with it on the field. Not, not taking myself too serious, but, you know, having some fun at the same time. You mentioned Jason Babin. How weird was it when he pulled that other person's hair out? I didn't even notice during the game. I didn't, I didn't notice during the game until, like, afterwards. They were showing it, like, on ESPN. I'm like, what? When did, ba- when did Babs do that? And then, you know. All the memes on Instagram and all that kind of stuff took, you know, took a hold of it and ran with it. So, um, but it, it was very shocking to see that. Very shocking. Speaking of memes, can we bring up the memes? Or can you? you? I don't love know. Is, memes. It, is that, a, is, is that a pro, There is that are no rules. Right there now? are no rules on this show, Ryan. And uh, rumor has it that you love memes. Is that right? It's all over his Instagram. Yeah, I mean, whatever funny ones I find that, uh, you know, I can uh, relate to or that I just find just funny. Where do you find I them? I like post. All over Instagram. I don't know. Okay. Just right. ran- I didn't ran- know if you had a go-to place. I don't. I okay. don't. It just randomly pop up, and I screenshot it, and, you know, I repost it. And, <laughs> and people, you know, comment, you know, how they feel about it. They laugh and all that kind of stuff. Do you there take your one? phone in the bathroom? Because we've oh, had this gosh. discussion. Yes. Okay, thank you. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course, he says. <laughs> of course, you have to. When I-, <laughs> I don't want to be bored while I'm in there. Oh, so. my gosh. <laughs> I like to play some music, too. I have music going all the time. So You're We'll get to that. Yeah. You're all numbered. Yeah. Yeah. But there was one in particular that you took a, a that you posted and it was a, a girl proposing to a guy oh man so a i was wondering what to a guy. Yeah. yeah what was the meme it was she was just making fun <laughs> of it like maybe one day yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Making, okay. yeah i just i got some you know some <laughs> some interesting comments from some of my female followers but i, I definitely didn't take it serious but right i just found that to be you know kind of ridiculous and kind of you know funny at the same time so how would you react if it happened to you i would tell her to get up like, <laughs> Get like, up! Like, what are you like? What are you doing? I'm, I'm supposed get to do that. <laughs> like, don't. Yeah, I would tell her to get up. Like, I love you, baby. But this, no, no, this is not how it goes right this now. Is nasty. Yeah, this, that's not how my dad did it to you know my mom. So right. I just yeah, I don't. I think if I the girl does it, that's a clear sign that it's taken too long. It's taken. Too yeah, long. clear sign. Let it take oh, its course. Yeah. Don't rush it. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you watch shows like The Bachelor? Speaking of this kind of stuff. It said the bat, the, the bachelor, the bachelorette, no, any of that stuff. Good. I don't really Good. watch it. No. Do you have any guilty pleasures when it comes to TV? Oh uh, yes. Uh, matter of fact, the the series just wrapped up. I watched Ballers. The, the, the it that Jared Aldrick was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really. How do you uh, think he did in that? I think he did good in it, man. I talked with him about. Uh, you know, shooting in the off season, man. I was like, man, Jerry, come on, man. I want to get, I want to get on the, I'll be down in Miami in the off season. Man. What's up? To get on but you know, he kind of, you know, brushed me off, you know, to the side. I'm like, all right, whatever. He's big time. But yeah, but the show, but the show was awesome. Man. I love it, man. I kept up with it, and it's definitely a good show. Definitely can relate to it. What's one of your favorite places to go to in Jacksonville? Ah, uh, one of my favorite. And it can be places season. in like the beach. It can be places in restaurants. The movies, Tinseltown Theaters. Have I you go. been to the one with the recliners, the AMC? AMC, Regency? yep. Yep. I think that's a new spot that I'm going to uh, go to more often. That's a good spot. Yeah. I think I would fall asleep. Yeah, we do a bar. I would I, definitely fall. I was asleep. supposed to fall asleep. Uh, <laughs> uh, that time. means it's a terrible movie then. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> what it movie was. was it? I don't even remember. <laughs> that's it how was, good it was. Yeah. I don't know. The chairs were comfortable though, and they had a the little footrest. So I was. <laughs> that's all that matters. Yeah, that's all that. What's your favorite movie? Whew. Don't put me on the spot, huh? Yeah. Come on. You sound like a movie guy. All right. All right. I'm gonna just go with Life, the movie with Martin mm-hmm. Lawrence and Eddie Murphy. Okay. That was a classic to me. You know, very funny. What year is that? I've never seen that. That was like. 
Wow. That, was it nine was it was it two thousand or ninety eight? I don't know. Google. It was, it was I, I think it was late eighties. Yeah. It was late eighties. Late eighties. All right. So I'm how how old you. were you, Lauren? In the late eighties. Um I have to figure out how, huh? when the movie came out first and then I might have been in, I okay. think it was in the It was nineteen ninety nine. I was a junior in high school, aka seventeen. Okay. Hmm. Just so you know. Well, okay. okay. A little tension. <laughs> right. I need to move. Have you ever had a pedicure? Yes. I <laughs> Where did that come from? I've when he said the foot rest at the movie theater, all of a sudden I thought, I bet this guy's had a pedicure. I, I, I There's posted, nothing wrong I posted with that. a picture on Instagram with me doing that, too. It wasn't like the kind where the fish eat your feet, right? No. What is, what is <laughs> oh, that? Oh, I've done that before. You have? In what Greece. Is that, what is yes. that about? Um, there are these fish that are supposed to like eat <laughs> the dead skin off your feet. That's gross, I know, but that's what, what? they do. What? Yeah. It's like just instead tickles. of them using that cheese grater thing, and, like working <laughs> oh, okay, for a so long that's what that is. People Does that feel good? It just tickles. <laughs> I don't really know if, if it's it's not a regular pedicure. I'd prefer that. I don't know if I would try that. I don't know. It's I've already got I've already got, you know, some when I posted the picture, some comments like, oh, you're not a man. Like, <laughs> Come like, on. Bro, like, I, don't, you know I would saying? respond like I'm a man with nice manicure. I, pedicure, I, nice, like, nice, nothing worse nice than a guy with ugly feet. feet. The thing yeah. is, I used to be like that, you know, like oh, I never get a pedicure, you know, stuff like that. But I tried it. I liked it. It was like. Ain't nothing wrong keeping up my toes, mm-hmm. my feet in off season. You know, because during the season, they're going to be rough. <laughs> <laughs> they they kind of have to be rough, you know, because all the running and cutting we do. So right. you like to take care of them. You mentioned in the, that this off season in particular has been felt really long for you. Why has mm-hmm. it felt so long and, and dragged out? I just got, I mean, you work out early in the morning, um, take a nap, you work out again. You still have to like, and then it's what, like two o'clock? You have the rest of the day to yourself. Like, it just got bored. I just got bored at one point. Like, football come back. Like, I was ready to get back here. So uh, that's why I felt so long to me because I felt like football just took a long time to just come back around, and I was ready to get back to it. Did you have anything in particular that you did in the, to take up that idle time? I went home for a couple of weeks. Uh, pedicures. Yeah, I got, I got a pedicure. <laughs> I went to the movies a lot. <laughs> And then it was a span where movies, like, no good movies was dropping, and I was like, oh, I'm miserable right now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I went to Miami. Uh, I went to uh, I went to Los Angeles for a Mercedes football camp. Nice. Matter of fact, I did, I did quite a bit, you know, leading up to uh, training camp. I traveled, like, every week leading up to training camp. I went to D.C. and stuff like that. So, And then uh, my friend's bachelor party, and I had went back to Miami again. Ooh. So, yeah, that was fine. <laughs> party fun. bus or no? No party bus. No party bus. South fine. Beach? It was definitely on South Beach, yeah. What you can't do a y'all... bachelor party without going to South Beach. Yeah, right? What time did y'all stay up until? I don't think we went to sleep. <laughs> do you have any good stories you can share from it? Uh, that I can share from it? I don't know if I have any good stories I can <laughs> share. It was a fun time, though. We ran into a couple of bachelorette uh, parties out there, oh, which was fun. Oh, that's yeah. fun. So, you know, that that was cool. Bachelorette parties, a lot of times they play games. You know, they go on, like, treasure hunts yeah, and stuff. Think, did you have to do I think anything? They, they, no, what, well, we didn't do anything, but we ran into one group that... Uh, they had to, like, kiss us on the cheek or something like that, which was pretty cool. We, we wanted to do something like that, but it'd be kind of creepy. All these big guys walking around just, you know, you no, know, we, we didn't want to do that. So it just, you know. You took the wanna, classy route. Yeah, so we were just chill, and we just took my guy out, you know, to have fun and, you know. When did he get married? Uh, no, he's getting married in okay. October. Football Actually, season. Yeah, but it's during our, as a matter of fact, he changed it for me. To be, he's like wow. my best friends, you know, from college and everything, so. Like, we could only have the bachelor party during this time anyway because mm-hmm. everybody's busy. So, but you know, he was going to get married the week that we we're in London. I was like, man, I'm not going to be there, but we're going to have a bye week <laughs> next busy. week. How would you feel about that? He was like, okay. And so he moved it back so I can be in it. So 
That was a pretty big deal for me. Awesome. That's like yeah. the number one rule. You just don't get married during football season. Right. You don't. But, you know, he, you he's, do, he's doing it. You know, we're behind him. So everybody's going to be there. So it's going to be fun. Well, that was yeah. great that he changed it for you. All right. Yeah, we are getting great. to know Jaguars defensive and Ryan Davis. Yes. Don't go anywhere. We will be back. We will talk some more football. We'll talk maybe a little bit about London. Okay. And, uh, okay. <laughs> he's, he's, he's ready. ready. He's game okay. for anything. Sounds great. This is Helmets and Heels live from Dream Finders Homes. Also presented by Dream Finders Homes. And heels on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Welcome back to Home and Heels Live from Dream Finders Homes. I think everyone's having a pretty good time. What would y'all say? Yeah? I mean, how could yep. you not? Yep. Yep. How could so you not? Food and drinks. What more do you need? <laughs> Absolutely. Right when we got here, uh, one of the cast members of the show said, when cast asked, members. Yeah, the cast. What is, cast. Or one of the, oh, one is of this members. a reality show? Yeah. Right now, it kind of is. True. I mean, it kind of feels like we are. But yeah. so when asked uh, what to drink, she said champagne. So it started strong, still going strong. Still going. That's good. <laughs> All right. So we're with Ryan Davis, Jaguars defensive end. Ryan, what is the hardest part about pressuring a quarterback? The hardest part about pressuring a quarterback? Is it timing? Um, Technique? It's probably uh, probably a mixture of both, I guess. Um, just because uh, you know, in pass rushing, you're not going to win every rush, and that's the thing as the defensive uh, players that are supposed to put pressure on. That's the thing we kind of don't like, cause, but that's part of the game. Um, like if you rush the quarterback ten times, and you know you, you sack him four times, that's forty percent. You lost sixty percent of your rushes, but if you sack him four times, it's a great game. Absolutely. So that's kind of a thing you got to you know mentally get over. Um, but, you know, just keep being persistent with that effort. So um, that's kind of like the tough thing, just the timing and not knowing you're going to win every rush, but you're going out there to win every rush. So, And then when it happens, you know, you just got to capitalize on it and make the, make the play. Some of the criticism in, in the preseason has been a, a lack of a pass rush. Mm -hmm. How do you guys see that improving moving into the regular season? Uh, I mean, to me, looking at it, um, you know, looking at this preseason and last preseason, it was very similar. But, you know, at the same time, uh, we know that we, we know we're capable of getting to the quarterback. And also, you know, when the quarterbacks get the ball out kind of quick, it kind of frustrates us a little bit. Um, but you think, you know, the thing my coach, Todd Walsh, talks about is don't get frustrated when the, when the quarterback gets the ball out kind of quick. And then, you know, and if you can't get there quick enough, you know, put your hands up, bat the ball down or something. So that's what that's what's really been big, you know, in our room. Um, but we hold, our, we hold ourselves to a high standard. And, you know, we kind of want to go out there and, you know, you know, we would like to get 10 sacks every game, but, you know, it's the NFL. The other guys get paid, too. So uh, we just have to, you know, just keep working at it, you know. And by game by game time, you know, we'll play the Carolina Panthers, and uh, we'll, be, we'll be rolling. There are some question marks with the Leo spot. Mm -hmm. We can go all the way back to minicamp and start naming injuries. Yeah, yeah. When you picture your role on this team this season, what do you see? Uh, similar to last year, uh, you know, I already talked with, you know, Coach, you know, talked with me. He had laid everything out for me, um, point blank, kept it real with me and everything. Uh, it'd be similar to last year, you know. Obviously, you know, with a couple guys down right now, uh, I'll be playing a little more, uh, you know, Leo, of course. Um, but you know, if you look at it, that's what happened last year. You know, unfortunately, um, you know, when you know when my boy Branch went down, so I uh, definitely have definitely that experience under my belt definitely helps. And you know, and then me and Chris Smith just have to step up to the plate and just keep and just do what we know how to do best, and that's rush the passer and not really think about you know the outside noise and just go out there and get it done and make sure you know we don't lose a step. 
So in 2014, the Jaguars defense amassed 45 sacks, mm-hmm. the sixth most in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You had, what, the second highest on the team? Um, third, I believe. Third? I Who was in between you and Sanderic? Sanderic had eight and a half. Clem, right. Clem, Chris Clemens had eight. Oh, mm-hmm. Clemens had eight. That's right. Uh, yeah. And then okay. I was there, yeah. So how many do you project for yourself this season? Um, Really, uh, I, I always say this with me and Sanderic talk all the time. Uh, he said I, I missed at least three sacks last year where I had the quarterback in my arm. He counted. So, yeah. Okay. At least three. He, he'll probably say more. I'm saying three. Okay. He'll probably say like five. <laughs> but, uh, this, this year, I just want to go out there and just, uh, you know, be a teammate. Just go out there and not mess up any of my assignments and go out there and just the players I missed last year, I would like to get those back this year and just not miss any uh, opportunities like that because in the NFL, they come. They're rare to get. So when you get when you get the quarterback in your arms, you got to finish. So, so that's what I'm trying to work on. And if that number exceeds six and a half, and so be it. But you know, that's not. I, I really don't want to put a number on it. I don't want to jinx myself or nothing sure. like that either. So. You shouldn't put a number on it at this point. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to put a cap. On I it. loved what Sanderic said. Was like you said, like he wanted you to make the plays that yeah. you didn't make, but yeah. and he wants you to get a lot of sacks, but not more than him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was kinda, he said that, man. But you know, he's a good guy, man. He and if you watch his sacks, like he blows by defenders, man. It's awesome, man. So. Playing against guys like playing next to guys like Sinderek and Clem and Branch and Chris, um, it definitely makes you better, man. Cause with all that speed and with all the knowledge that they have, um, definitely rubs off on you. So I just want to go out there and contribute in any way possible. You know, whether it be Leo or inside uh, rushing, and um, you know, I'm all for it. On the other side of the ball, you said you mentioned on Twitter that Blake looks really good. Oh yeah. What changes have you seen in him from 2014 to 2015? Man, he's just the man when he walks out there on the field. I mean, if you look at him, man, he's just the, the whole, his whole, I mean, his, his confidence and everything always always been there. So, but I don't know. I really don't know what it, I mean, he just looks good, man. I'm speechless. Like the way that the offense was controlling the ball up and down the field. I think um, in the first quarter last, this past game, you know, I think we had one series, then the offense got the ball and drove it down and, we looked at the clock like, yo, it's almost the second quarter. Like, why? Like, like we're fresh. Like, they had the ball like for like twelve minutes. It or took something. them like, eight minutes to score. Yeah, we was yep. like, man, we was like, man, that's it's a crazy. So, than last year. So we was like, man, we was loving that, and you know, just the way they went down there and scored and controlled the clock. Uh, they really look good, and the throws that he's making is like unbelievable. We've seen it. We've been watching it in practice, so it's, it's nice for the fans to get out and see it during the game. So it's good. So there's this thing called Saxonville. <laughs> Yes. And everybody wants to be a part of it. Tell the fans what it is. Hmm, Saxonville. I mean, Saxonville is just a lifestyle, really. Uh, <laughs> just a lifestyle. I mean, you it's got, just people be, like, it. tackling their Do you see him gazing structure? up? Like, yeah. oh, it's I can just, just see it now. A, it's just a lifestyle. <laughs> people shouldn't go around tackling, you know, people <laughs> randomly. But uh, I Dang think it. I was hoping that was a problem. It's just, it's just a term that uh, I think uh, I want to say Andre came up with last year. I think when uh, when Clem and, and Red Brian and Ziggy all signed like uh, signed last year, and we just got really excited. You know, Jacksonville sacks. You know, D line Saxonville. It made sense. And there's gonna be shirts, but, right? Oh yeah. I mean, we we have some shirts already. Uh, my boy Dan Scooter, <laughs> Dan Scooter uh, uh, made us some shirts. <laughs> you have to talk to Dan about some shirts. I don't have them. Uh, Ryan's made, like, don't look at me. He made us some shirts, and I think um, you know, with every sack or something like that, uh, he provides. Uh, I mean, he. It helps defeat hunger, something like that. I'm cool. not really sure. I have to ask Dan, but it's a real, good, it's a real cool meaning behind it that I have to, you know, refresh up on and, uh, you know, 
I have a little, I have a little inside information. Mm-hmm. Every shirt purchase of the Saxonville shirts mm-hmm. awards a sack lunch from Revolution Boom. Foods nice. for a hungry child in the community. Yep. That's awesome. So that's a really significant yeah. uh, donation. Cool. It is. So that, that's a very cool and thing. And speaking of, uh, yep, speaking of Dan Skidder, <laughs> he must be the model yeah. for, uh, for the shirts. I mean, he, so. got, he got us the shirts. I mean, it was, it was a great idea from Dan. And, you know, we definitely look forward to, you know, Helping him out with that. So a shirt's thirty dollars. Go to Saxonville.org. Great material. And again, because it's soft. <laughs> yes, it's very soft. Nice. <laughs> okay. Sweet. Yeah. Well, I didn't know if you were calling Scooter soft. Just kidding. No, just shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not the only off the field charitable work that you've done. You recently did a, a back to school bash. Can yes. you tell us a little yes. bit about that? Uh, yeah, I went back home uh, this off season and uh, gave away over five hundred backpacks filled with school supplies and right in my neighborhood where I grew up in the Claremont City area in Tampa, Florida. Um, you know, I had, I had the police come out there and just, you know, uh, you know, talk to everybody with the kids. They brought the helicopters out there. They brought the canine wow. dogs. I had bounce houses for the kids. I had my high school coach out there grilling and cooking up food for everybody. I love it. Had PDQ come out there and, um, make some food for everybody. And I just really had all my family and friends, like my mom, brother, and sister really were hands on with me, uh, about this whole project. I've been wanting to do something and give back to my community where, it all started for me, so it was very personal for me, um, you know. And then it was real good to see everybody I went to school with and everybody I grew up with wanting to come back and help out. So I thought that was very cool, and we were able to give away over 500 backpacks. I just wanted to give the kids the tools they need, um, you know, to be successful in the class, you know, um, you know, because you know that's where you know you got to get it done at, you know, in order for you to be anything in life. I feel so. Um, that was my first time, but you know, definitely won't be my last time. I'm excited about the next year. It should be bigger. That's awesome. Teachers mm-hmm. need all the help they can get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What year did you start playing football? Hmm. Uh, probably 1990. <laughs> How old were you is what I meant. Sorry. I don't even know. <laughs> You're going to make him think well, of I remember year. the year. It was 97. It was 97. Okay. So I was roughly about eight. Well, yeah, probably eight. I don't, how old am I? You're um, <laughs> like 26, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was my, my eight, my 97. So, yeah, my dad, my, my dad actually signed me up for it because he's seen me um, playing uh, you know, just football out at the park, at the park where I had my back school bag. He just seen me playing out there and he liked what he saw. He signed me up. I didn't never play organized football. And from that day forward, you know, it's, it's, it's really been good working out for me. Always defense? Oh, uh, offense, really. Uh, offense at first. I got recruited to college to play wide receiver. Wow. How much did you weigh? Like 210 pounds. Wow. That's a big wide wow. out. Yeah. Yeah. I was 210 pounds. And then, you know, that next year, coach moved me to linebacker and I was, you know, Put on, I had to put on weight. It couldn't be a 210-pound linebacker. That's Absolutely. Just, so, you know. And then you were a small, quote-unquote, uh, defensive yeah, end at 260 pounds. So I was like, dang, man. I'm just, <laughs> I'm a big receiver, and I'm a small. <laughs> how does this work, man? So then how did you adapt to that? You obviously have to put some weight on. Yeah, I had to put some, some weight on. I mean, you know, as a receiver, I probably wouldn't have been very fast. But as a defensive lineman, I had good, had good speed at it. So um, coach saw that and, you know, just moved me over there and, the rest is history. I've been able to use my quickness and my speed a little bit, you know, to gain an advantage over my opponents. And, you know, and it's, it's, it's been working out so far. But, um, you know, I'm excited about, you know, how everything happened and it's working out. When oh. you were younger, sorry, Blake, did you ever think that you'd be in the NFL? Like when your dad first signed you up? I always thought it was the NBA. I always okay. thought it was the NBA. I'm, I believe it. You whole, played a little basketball, did you? I believe that wholeheartedly. Like I'm, I, like I'm dead serious. I really 
wish, I mean, not wish, but I really, <laughs> right. I really, Cody, I'm going to play basketball. Right. Right. Tell me. Gus going to hear this. All right, right. No, I, didn't, I didn't mean that. Right but, uh, but I really, uh, I was really all right in high school in basketball, but I, did, I wasn't getting recruited like, like I wanted to. So, you know, I only played one year of high school football. Wow. Did you a slam so dunk contest? Yeah, in high I won. I won two of them in high school, so I, I was Not actually bad. all right. You actually, you did your homework, didn't you? <laughs> I kind of brought my homework. It's a little creepy, <laughs> right? <laughs> homework. Alex Brooks, uh, PR extraordinaire. Yeah, he's feeding me. I was all right. All how, my senior year, average nineteen points, nine rebounds, man. And oh. matter of fact, I, when I got to Cookman, I thought I was going to play, you know, football and basketball. Uh, you know, I met the basketball coach and everything. I thought I was going to be like a two sport, you know, athlete out there, but you know. Towards the end of the football season, that kind of got shut down. I was kind of disappointed and everything. But, you know, it worked out. Everything worked out it, now. It, it so worked I'm out not, for the best. I'm not complaining. <laughs> Alex just cares as long as we stay on anything other than the bachelor party. Right. Like, yeah. No South <laughs> Beach talk. <laughs> We're good to go. Well, I got some. Well, yeah, you're right. Good job, good job Alex. <laughs> off the field, you're a little bit of a sneakerhead. Can you tell us how many sneakers you have? Oh, man. Uh, probably over... <laughs> I'm gonna go with over 100 and like what? 20, over 120 pair. Where do you keep them? Do you have a room? I have a shoe room, room? A room. Wow. I have a room. Do you have do you them in install shelving? shelving? Yeah. yeah. I don't have display boxes yet. Oh yeah. I want to. I want to do that though. That's like that's definitely. That's part on, of when your mom comes. Exactly. Yeah. They're gonna <laughs> sit there in the weekend and just you know. <laughs> Have my, sister, have my sister. They're gonna be sawing. Yeah, I'm gonna have, have my little ten year old niece go in there and just have just put everything in there. But your mom's uh, like, I'm not coming anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah Do I you have any pairs that you don't wear? What it's, size it's, are you? Well, I'm a size twelve, but it's, I try to wear all of them. It's definitely a lot of pairs I haven't worn yet. But you know, I try. It's, that's not on purpose. Though. I try to wear them all, but. I have like my my favorite pairs that are, that are just out like right by the door when mm -hmm. I walk out the house. What are your favorite like pairs that. right now? Um, probably my LeBron Eight South Beaches. Those are probably my favorite right. We're now. right back to South Beach. Sorry, yep. Alex. Yep. Sorry, <laughs> just keeps going back. <laughs> Those are my favorite right now. But I definitely and that and I have more shoes. I gave away probably forty or fifty pair. Nice. Oh, the, well, I'm a size seven, <laughs> so. so it's a little different. All right. Yeah. Um, so Blythe earlier today tweeted out that she wanted to get some questions from fans okay. for you, and so Blythe has a series of questions from fans from Twitter. Sounds so good. take it away, dangerous. Blythe. Gotcha. I got a. Uh, I got right. Mike Jasoni, and he said, "What's the most powerful piece of windmill wisdom you've ever received?" For those while you think about that, for those who don't know, windmill wisdom is by Andre Branch. Andre Branch likes to tweet out something. Know very wise every single day because you know he's been around the block you know it's, it's so much good jazz. stuff i can't really nail just one like i can't <laughs> nail one down he has a lot of good a lot of good women wisdom tweets I, women wisdom windmill wisdom. Oh, no. <laughs> windmill wisdom. i was like wow all right i can't i don't i can't think of none off the top but he definitely has some good ones that i think i retweeted a couple times so, um, where does he get these little them. nuggets of I no wisdom? He meditates no, every morning. He has meditates. <laughs> I think okay. he meditates every morning. Well, you guys are starting every... to do yoga now. Yeah. So maybe that inspires him. <laughs> maybe that does inspire him. So we'll see. I, I, I'll definitely ask him next time I see him. <laughs> the next question we have is from Meta World Crazy. Wow. Okay. Oh, hey, that's interesting. <laughs> any, any underscores? Any, 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 any underscores? Any, in there? No, no underscores. <laughs> but he wants to know what your favorite Harry Potter movie is. Whew, you're gonna Are be mad sure at me at this. One. <laughs> uh -oh. I haven't, That's... I haven't watched Harry Potter yet. Ooh. Me neither. Don't worry. Okay. I get it all the time. I don't feel bad. Though. Never, never got into it. 
I just, yeah, I just, I don't know. I have to watch the first one then to watch the catch up on it. Yeah, rest. you have yep. to watch them all in a row. I did that about a year ago, and okay. it was, I'm hooked. Amazing. Now. Yes, amazing. Right, I gotta try it. So if you're a movie buff, watch it. Right, um, right. For an example of a windmill wisdom, <laughs> this is from Andre Branch: Heal the past, live the present, dream the future. Hashtag windmill wisdom. Say nice. That one, say that one more time. That was deep. Heal the past, <laughs> live the present, <laughs> dream the future. I thought that was appropriate good. since we're in the dream fight. Very oh, appropriate. Oh, I like that's that one. Good. That's pretty that's good. good. I like your thinking. That was there. a good one, Dre. That was a good one. <laughs> Thank you. The next one we have is uh, Eric with a K wants to know, what's the funniest rookie initiation you may or may not have witnessed? Hmm. <laughs> For, oh, man. Uh, so we had this rookie last year by the name of Chris Smith, right? He was just so, like, uh, like he wouldn't cooperate with us at all. When we tried to get him food for the plane, he would mess up on the orders. And so, we, you know, at the end of the year, what we decided to do is tape him to the goalpost. <laughs> so we taped him to the goalpost and poured, like, water and Gatorade all over him just because he was one of those rookies that you just had to talk to more than once. And then when he then he got an attitude when we, you know, because he did it wrong. Like, he, he did stuff wrong. Like, no. So that's probably the, the most funniest thing, the uh, most interesting thing we did. Was you know tape him to the goalpost? Who got him off? I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like hazing. <laughs> the, tra- the trainers? I don't know, man. Now, you he just was, left him there. He was a good sport about it. He laughed. He had fun. I he hope knew. he was wearing like long sleeves. He had on. It was right after practice. He had on pants, so yeah. he, had, he okay. had on pants and you know. Because I feel like that's a lot of ripped arm hair. Hurt no, he's all right. Okay. He's all right. He he was long sleeves. He's all right. <laughs> he laughed about it. You know. I mean, he wasn't thirsty. He had water and Gatorade dumped all over him. He was definitely hydrated. There's nothing to worry about That's there. terrible. Right, we got two more. Second to last one. Alex from the UK. He wants to know, what's the number one piece of advice you would give a young player who is disappointed to only make the practice squad? Um, keep pushing, man. Um, you know, I was one of those. I was that young player that, you know, only made the practice squad. So I just want to tell you to keep pushing. You know, your time is going to come, you know, even though you think you're ready right now. Uh, it's something that the coaches are seeing that you're not ready for yet. Um so just keep practicing, working at your craft. You know, when your time comes, take advantage of the opportunity. Um, you know, that's something I told myself when, you know, when, once I signed that contract, you know, to be on the active roster right before the Arizona Cardinals game in 2013. I told myself, I think I told Tim Walsh this too, I said, I'm not, I'm not going back to the practice squad. So, and, um, you know, ever since then, you know, it's been up from there. So um, just, you know, just carry that. Just remember that feeling of, you know, you know, being cut and put, getting placed on the practice squad when you feel like you should play. Just hold on to that feeling and let that fuel you to do, you know, do better and be better and get better. And, you know, and then when you get that opportunity, you know, go out there and make the most of it. That's no. really good advice. That's and great. Some great advice. And, and, and um, this is the most important question out of all of these from Ryan Eats Cake. He wants to know. <laughs> Brian wait, Eats Cake. Wait, what's the name? What? Ryan, Ryan Eats Cake. cake. What? <laughs> is that my, is that my Is uh, that your alter Twitter ego? Account? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ask this question? <laughs> you might have. <laughs> but he wants to know the all-important question: Is a hot dog a sandwich? What? Hmm. It's a big debate right now. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Because it's like meat. Because it's in on a bread. In yeah. bread. Right. Hmm. Or because it's in the bun. I think. It, like, I think it's a sandwich. Mm, wrong. <laughs> No, no, no way. How is that not a sandwich? Because is it because it's not the conventional like you hold it like this sandwich? Because you hold no, it like a sandwich is open on all sides. A hot dog's only open. <laughs> what if you cut the hot dog? A hot dog's that... only open on the top. But sometimes no, the bun splits. Yeah, Does sometimes the bun splits. So a sandwich a... then? Not always. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's a sandwich. 
No, I'm sticking with no. Well, you, well, not for me. Okay. Well, I've never called a hot dog a sandwich, so. Maybe never, it's its own entity. Yeah, it's its own entity. I'm yeah. going to go with that. So that's, it's, it's not a sandwich. I've never said, hey, let me get a hot dog sandwich, please. The, never see? said that. All right. but, but I have said, let me get a sausage sandwich before. Really? With What's the, the With the difference? hot dog bun, no. You ever had a sausage sandwich? Oh, yeah, sandwich? absolutely. Like a bratwurst? Yeah, yeah. isn't yeah. that? Just or a sausage Italian, in a bun. Or an That's Italian sausage. sausage. But I call it a sausage sandwich. <laughs> okay. Do you put ketchup or mustard on your hot dog? Mustard. Oh, oh, wait, no ketchup? Wait. On the hot dog? On the hot dog. A little bit of both. Okay. Yeah. On a sausage sandwich, I put, you know, a little. On a sausage I'm telling you, man, you got to try it. I'm telling you, it's wonderful. And on that note, we are going to break. You are listening to Helmets and Heels with Ryan Davis as our special guest. Ryan, thanks for joining us. I don't know if you can stick around or not, but this is where we usually play the I don't know what else you have to do kind of game. Really? So. Well, he does have to go somewhere pretty important tomorrow. So Yeah, kind of, but yeah. So if you uh, can't stick around, thank you so much for joining us. You have thank been you, a blast. Okay. You guys have been wonderful to me. Thank I'm you. sorry we don't have any sausage sandwiches here. For That's okay. Or I'm shoes. I'm, I'm full. I already ate before I got here. So I'm all right. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks again for joining us. We will be back and we're going to talk a little more Jags because we can't talk enough Jags around here. You're listening right. to Helmets and Heels on 1010XL 92.5 FM. You're listening to Helmets and Heels on 1010XL 92.5 FM. We're back on Helmets and Heels. I now have a plate of salad in front of me and a very small amount of spinach artichoke macaroni and cheese. I just wanted to taste it. Earlier when I first got here, I was considering, because here's how my week works. I typically eat really healthy during the week so that over the weekend, you know, I can splurge a little. So I'm like, it's only Tuesday. Do I splurge? And I went for the mac and cheese, and it was so worth it. Oh, my gosh. So worth it. It's delicious. A little bit. I just had it. In moderation. I did. I did. All right. So Donna, who unfortunately could not be here tonight, uh, we, of course, miss her. She had a great idea for us to predict our 2015 NFL studs and duds. So what we're going to do is we're each going to take a player and we're going to predict if they're going to be the stud or dud. And then same with the rookies. So. Blythe, would you like to start sure. with your studs and duds 2015 edition? My stud for the season. Wait, is this rookie? No, this oh. is just stud. Okay. Veteran, I guess we can yeah. call them, no matter yes. what year they are. I'm going to go with Tom Brady. I think mm. that when this suspension is lifted and the punishment is lifted, I think he's going to be really pissed off. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to take it. I think it's the first few games. He's going to struggle a little bit because he hasn't. He struggled a little bit in the preseason so far this year. But I think after, hopefully, after the Jaguars beat him in week three, he's going to fire let him. He's just going to light it up. And I you think know, I think he has a vengeance out for the for all of the you know the I don't want to say the haters, but the people who doubted him because they think that um, Deflategate had an effect on his performance. You know who I think would agree with you wholeheartedly, Donna Donna, Donna Murphy. Yeah, so we'll let her weigh in, of course, next week with hers. Um, But, uh, all right, so Dud, prediction for Dud. I'm going to go with Danny Woodhead. And I think it's because I've been burned by him in the past. (laughs) You say it like it's so personal. Why do you take this personally? Because Because of fantasy. Because of fantasy football. (laughs) He was projected as going to be this great player. You pick him up and then he breaks an ankle. And I never again. How dare him Never again (laughs) will he be on my roster. Because of that. So he's going to be my dud for the season. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, you want to go with your yeah, uh, Okay, stud? so my vet stud is Andrew Luck. Ugh. Oh, I'm sorry. Because he's our, one of our rivals. 
I know. That's why she's making that noise. I know. And you have to take your fandom out of this because Andrew Luck is just a stud. Yeah, but what a one is he playing behind? True. Um, I don't know. I just think he's going to have a great year. Yeah, he is great. He's he, yeah, he does great every year. I yeah. mean, I didn't mean to pick our arch nemesis, <laughs> but, you know, he's just, he's a great player. Well, that's, I mean, the, the point, of course, of the exercise is to pick who we mm-hmm. really think is mm-hmm. going to have a great year. You bet and, with your and, wallet, not your heart. Absolutely. And I actually purposely didn't pick a Jacks player. Good. All right. Now that you're done, sister friend, it better not be a Jags player. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. It's definitely not. Um, this is kind of obvious. I feel like this is on someone else's list, but it's Jake Cutler. Oh, my gosh. It's totally on my list. I sent my list out ahead of time, and now you're stealing my dud. Because Jake Cutler is a dud. You just reminded me he was a dud. Now I have to pick someone else. No, you don't. You don't have to pick anyone else. Oh, I'll pick someone else. Don't you worry. Okay. Well, that's fine. All right. So my stud now. I don't even remember what I have. No, I'm just kidding. My stud uh, for the regular season, I picked running back, even though he's one of our rivals too. Sorry, Blythe. Le'Veon Bell. I got to meet Le'Veon at the Super Bowl media days uh, in February, and he just has a calming presence about him, and he his body just looks like he is built for success in the NFL. I mean, he's just he just looks like a stud, honestly. Not in, like, the girly, like, ooh, Look at him, like, seriously, wow, that guy looks like he hits the weight room on a regular basis and looks agile. Would you put him on your fantasy team? I would, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Yes, and I have a couple drafts coming up. I haven't done one yet. I know you have. I have three drafts this week. Ooh, I think Am most I late of to the party? Can I still do it? <laughs> have you not been invited to a draft yet? No. You're, you're done. Oh, God. You haven't gotten a single invite for fantasy? <laughs> no. Is that bad? <laughs> it's not good. We're, um, we're doing a whole great of a job in lifting you up, are we, right now? Yeah, you guys. Why didn't you invite me to your fantasy drafts? Well, one of mine we is through. should have if you didn't know. Yeah, one of mine is through Jaguars today. They invited me. Uh, oh, well, that's awkward because they didn't invite me. <laughs> but I used to be a part of the show. <laughs> All right. Well, you know. And then fine. another one is a family one. <laughs> okay. But you know what? You could be invited to no, it's my okay. friend's I don't, one. I don't no, want a pity invite. It's <laughs> <laughs> called too Super late. Friends. <laughs> that's what the draft is called? That's what our league is called, Super what? Friends. So you okay. can join. You've okay. met some of them. So okay. you'll fit right in. Why Super Friends? <gasps> I don't know. Someone else named it. I named my team Y'all Are Going Down. Oh, I couldn't... it's from The Simpsons. That's what it's from. Super Friends. Super... Oh, okay. Yeah. And you know what? The Kamish, big Simpsons fan. That's where it's from. That is where it's from. All right. And then um, as far as my dud, since I can't use the Bears, Jake Yes, Cutler, you can. I No, it's He's okay. a dud. He's definitely right. a dud. It's quite all right. Um, I'll actually steal Demers, and I'll go with Johnny Manziel. I <laughs> I really think he's going to be terrible. Um. I just, plus I just don't, don't like want him. him to do well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But if I think of another one, I'll let you know. All right. Uh, Blythe, your rookie stud. I'm going to go with Amir Abdullah. Okay. He's playing for a good team, good quarterback. Out of Nebraska running back. Just second so, most rushing know. yards in school history. He had 4,588 4, rushing yards last year, and he's looked really good in the preseason. So, Like in one single game, he had over 200. He's ridiculous last year. He's going to be a beast. <laughs> Yep. All right. Uh, and your rookie dud. And it's so hard to pick this one for me yeah. because you really want you all know? the young players to do well. Not for you. Okay. It was easy. <laughs> it, it, it was pretty easy. Thing. Marcus Mariota. Oh, you think he's going to stink? <laughs> yes. I do really? Stink. Well, he's, just because he's a Titan. Well, that he's playing for an awful team. He's playing for an awful organization. He has no offensive line. I don't even. Who's their running back? Is it still a little stanky? Or? It's Doug Martin. Did oh, you no, that's, sorry. Doug Martin's for the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, Doug Martin. 
The Titans is, running back. Stank, is it stanky or stanky? stanky. It's stanky. <laughs> stanky. You might as well be stanky. Um, but, yeah, I, I think he's playing in a, a terrible organization from top to bottom. Um, and he's not going to – I mean, he might have – the big story coming out of the preseason is that he hasn't thrown an interception at all, but he's playing against the Titans, not in the preseason, but during camp. He, during camp, He, he yeah. didn't throw any interceptions, but, again, he's playing against the Titans. Right. So. I, You know, I think it's really – I've always said that I thought Jameis Winston was going to be fantastic, but I never really could tell with Mariota. I, I'm not sure that the system that he ran in college is exactly. going to really it's, lend it's itself. Not to me, like Manziel, very similar. It's going to be a dead. All well, right, ladies. This is awkward because my rookie stud is Mariota. <laughs> 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 rookie stud is Mariota. That's not awkward at all. I yeah. love this because now week to week we're going to review our studs and duds of the past weekend, and uh, and plus Monday nights. I guess Thursday nights through the weekend and Monday nights, and so you guys can have a great we really battle. Really should have invited through... you to a fantasy football. <laughs> because <laughs> I would have lost. No, I picked Marcus Mariota because, like you said, he doesn't have, like, the fundamentals behind him to set him up for success, but I feel like that's how it always happens. You're like, oh, he doesn't have this, there isn't this, there isn't that, there's no way he's going to be great, and then he'll come out and, like, somehow he just pulls it together and does it. And that's why I just have this weird feeling that he might not have all the pieces to the puzzle around him, but I don't know why. I just feel like he's going to be good. Not Jameis? You think Mario is um, going to be better than James? Um. I don't know about better, and that's why it's hard. So the Bucks don't have a strong offensive line, which makes it hard for Jameis to succeed. Um, it could be the same case in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know anything about the Titans' offensive line. Um, okay, so with <laughs> Jameis, I mean, from what I've seen. When he has time to make a play, he does. But, you know, a lot of times the offensive line isn't there to protect him. So with the Titans, it could very well be the same thing. But I'm just going to go against the grain for once. we'll have to see. That's perfectly fine. I love the fact that we're going to have a rivalry within the studio. She's picking all rival teams. I know. Uh, All right. So let's see. I'm not supposed to be a fan of the team. I am neutral. And uh, so I'd like to hear at this point, who is your rookie dud? Is it Amir Abdullah? (laughs) No. You know, it's funny, though. I'm so opposite. People are going to think I'm crazy. But my rookie dud is Leonard Williams. You stole my rookie dud. You stole. This is my I thought that was your rookie stud. No. literally stole both of my duds. (laughs) What? I thought that was your rookie stud, and I was like, yes, I'm going to go against her. I almost said I'm not going to send out my picks yeah, because I'm <laughs> afraid that someone's going to steal one of mine, and I will end up going last, and then this will happen, and I want to come to fisticuffs oh, right no. here at the kitchen What table. did you just say? Fisticuffs? Yeah, fisticuffs. What does that mean? Like right. a fight. Fisticuffs. Put your, put your dukes Fist? up, lady. <laughs> Holy cow. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I chose Leonard Williams. <laughs> Who I chose. What do you want from me? <laughs> Not to steal my people. That's what I want from you. You sent them to me. As my <laughs> picks. I would like the record to show I sent out my picks to him. Listen, if you ever listen to the Frangie show, you know that I'm very popular for piggybacking, okay? <laughs> yes, you are. That's true. Well, last time around, I had to pick someone else, and this time I'm not doing it. Okay. My rookie stud 
is going to be wide receiver Nelson Aguilar out of USC. He plays for the Eagles, and I think that that offense, obviously it's been the most highest scoring throughout the preseason. It's going to continue to be explosive under Chip Kelly. Nelson Aguilar is my guy. And uh, shockingly, my rookie dud is defensive in Leonard Williams. I did this because now we're on the same team. Absolutely. So it's for a lot of people who don't know, uh, Leonard Williams was expected to come to the Jags. That's what everyone thought. That's who everyone thought that the Jags were going to draft with the pick this year. And I'm so glad that we didn't take him. Even though Dante got hurt, that's obviously not the Jags' fault. Uh, I think Leonard Williams, thank you. We got pictures right on site of us taking a selfie with Ryan Davis. Oh, How cute cool. is that? Well done, Jeff Gump Photography. But uh, so, yeah, Leonard Williams has not done a lot in the preseason. He hasn't really pressured the quarterback. And so he's my rookie dud. Uh, by the way, great tweet out of 1010XL saying, dang, got real cold in Dreamfinder's home. <laughs> I can't even read the rest. I'm laughing too hard. All right. So there was a little uh, RG3 debacle recently. There's some college football com- coming up. We are going to get to all of that in just a few minutes. You're listening to Helmets and Heels on 1010XL on 2.5 FM. Jaguars football by women, for women, and men. Helmets and heels on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. You are listening to Helmets and Heels on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. My name is Blythe. I'm joined by Lauren and Amanda Borges. Did you Jonathan. sit down your sheet to get her name? <laughs> and I don't have the name on my sheet. Who is this <laughs> weirdo blonde next to me? Uh, like, I don't am know. I going to say the first name or the last name? These are the things that go through my mind. <laughs> Whenever you do a rejoin, it's always it's always good to know your co-host. And now there's name. a fly in her champagne. No, no, don't do that. I got it. I'm not drinking. You're not gonna drink it at champagne. You know what? You know what kills bugs? Alcohol. <laughs> Dead. Totally dead. Sight. You know what's also dead? I'm really sad about this. Sorry to go off topic. I started a That's garden. <laughs> I started a garden. I thought thumb. you were really going to go dark with that for a minute. <laughs> oh, no. All my plants are dead, you guys. Are you watering them? Yes. Are they overwatered? I think so. Yeah. Hmm. See? I'm really upset about it. Um, Sorry. We can move on. I just... <laughs> if anyone has any advice... <laughs> That's called the water is out. You have to know what kind of plants you have. I know what they are. <laughs> but that's how you find just Google. How much do you know how hard that is to keep track of every plant and how much they need to be watered? Like you right right I started this yeah. project if you weren't committed to it, Amanda. I'm committed. I just thought it would be easier. <laughs> You're committed until they die. <laughs> and then I just want to complain over. about it. By the way, just to give you a, a little more information, Alex from the UK tweeted this in fisticuffs is an expression used only by filthy Englishmen, <gasps> meaning a fight usually Ooh. incorporates lots of whooping, whooping, saying something I can't read on the air and have at you. I don't think that that okay. word is actually dirty uh, in the in the British version of English, <laughs> but in our version, I don't think I should say that. <laughs> okay. So anyway, fisticuffs, there you go. It's a good uh, thanks again to Ryan Davis, Jaguars defensive end, for joining us. He just got a tour of the home and loved it mm-hmm. and is now even talking about poten- potentially having some events here. So, yeah, uh, why not? Grown-up sleepovers all over the place. And then, uh, first dibs. of course, thanks again to Patrick Zolupski. Could you imagine if, if the whole defensive unit had a sleepover here? <laughs> There would be like one person on the couch, on each couch, and then some blow up mattresses. Yeah, just downstairs, I guess. You know, hot dog we'll sandwiches, sausage, sausage sandwich. That's what it would. The event would be called is <laughs> sausage 
All right. So for those who don't know, uh, Amanda and I, not Blythe as much, but Amanda and I are massive college football fans. And this weekend kicks off college football. Blythe, I feel like you watch it to kind of stay abreast of sports in general, but you don't have, other than Louisville, you don't have a strong rooting interest in the state of Florida, right? Uh, um, in the state of Florida, I pick Florida State. Uh, right, I grew to, up. I mean, anybody who, who grows up in Florida, you know, when you're born, you, you pick a side and you stay with that side. Um, but I've also grown up with a, a heavy Louisville influence. So now that they're both in the same division in the ACC, it was a little bit of a, a, a challenge last year. I still root for, for Florida State, but if they're both playing against each other, it's Louisville all day. So um, that was a tough game for you last year. It was a great game. It was a great game um, in general. I, I didn't think that Louisville was going to pull it off, but it was a great game and got a little hopes there at the end. But um, obviously Florida State pulled it out at the end. But So this weekend uh, you'll be – You'll be locked into probably not Florida State, right? Because the game's not that no, great. No, no. I, but I, it's still I, the first game of the season. It is. I, I was did some ill-fated plans. <laughs> I'm not I sure agreed what that means to go to. <laughs> <laughs> I agreed to go to Jenny Springs this weekend, and then when we were discussing the plans last week, it's like, oh, well, what day are we going? And it's like, oh my God, Louisville Auburn is Saturday night. Yeah. So I'm gonna miss. Why can't you watch it there? Because there's Jenny no Springs service. Is, um, is basically like a, camping. A, it's a campground. Yeah. yeah. All that really exists is a river and some tents. Mm, that's so it. no well, cell service. No. It's a it's an amazing place. It's right outside of Gainesville. Greatest so I'm really bummed because it, last year was my, my first year actually covering college football because I, I was very um, naive, I guess, to the history and the traditions and all that. Um, so this year I was re- I'm really looking forward to, to expanding on that knowledge that I gained last year. It's a good um, thing there's a DVR. I'm really sad that I'm going to miss like college game day and like the song. and Yeah, I know. Auburn I wonder what their night. song's going to be this year. Mm-hmm. They're changing it? Well, they change it pretty much every year, the college game day song. Well, they have the, the big and rich song. Is, right, is, is coming to your city. Right. But they, mm-hmm. a lot of times they, you know, they do a different theme. So, well, and a lot of times, too, they use Kenny Chesney and, like, the rejoins. It's a lot right. of fun. All right, so you'll Why obviously... are we talking about songs? It's college football. Right. But that's how they kick part of college game day. I know, but We're I'm coming. excited for the actual football part. All right, so uh, what do you think about Jimbo Fisher, Everett Golson? Is that what you predicted? Yeah, I mean... So you can't really go with Sean McGuire once you accept a transfer. I mean, you can, but you know what I mean? Like, that's just not something that you do. So it's funny because we were talking about it earlier, and you don't really think about it as a as a fan of a team. You never really fathom that, like, a rival player could come onto your side at some point, and that's kind of happening with Florida State fans. They're having to accept Everett Golson, and he's become a seminal, and he's going to lead the team, and you have to kind of get behind him and support him. But, you know, last year when Notre Dame and Florida State played, they were hating on him, obviously. But it's just it's a weird situation. But hey, if he can lead the team and he does good things, then awesome. Um, I just wish we could have had some insight into the quarterback competition. The practices are closed, so you can't see. No one really knows except for what Jimbo says. But I just really want I'm just curious to see, was it close? Was McGuire never really in the competition? But, of course, it was between them. I don't know. But we'll see what happens this season. Well, and it's going to be tricky because Thursday night there's a Jags game, of course, and then Mm -hmm. there's also South Carolina North Carolina, which kicks off the college football season. No offense to preseason games. I hate preseason games. I wish they would go away. And we can talk about that another time, uh, how to fix the preseason. But 
I will be locked into South Carolina and North Carolina, and I cannot wait for college football to get started, especially because it's Steve Spurrier. I mean, come on. If you miss a moment, you might miss something. You might miss a visor being thrown down in a classic moment. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Saturday, I mean, in addition to Florida State's first game, mm-hmm. Florida plays New Mexico State, and mm-hmm. then uh, at 8 o'clock it's Wisconsin-Alabama. So the season just gets kicked off with a bang. I get to go not this weekend, but the next weekend, Florida plays East Carolina in Gainesville, and nice. I will be there. I know I can't wait. I strategically picked a game I knew we would win. <laughs> And okay. I'm not quite sure how many after that uh, the Gators will be okay. able to be victorious. And plus, I have a little bit of a busy schedule with the UNF Ospreys competing in women's soccer, men's soccer, and volleyball Ooh. right now, in addition to men's soccer. And, and the Jags play country. the next day, too. That's, yeah. a, that's a good weekend. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, what did you think about the quarterback competition in Gainesville? Well, like you said, practices are closed. It's even yeah. worse in Gainesville. Uh, but, I mean, the fact that he's going to use them both doesn't surprise me in the first game. It to me, you really actually are just expanding upon the film that you already have, and you may as well get them in front of a crowd. And I heard, uh, who was it? Either Pat Dooley or Brady Ackerman today on the station say, well, I think it was Brady say it's a little bit different when the quarterback's in front of eighty five thousand versus eighty five players. And I was, mm-hmm. you know, and again, I'm a Florida grad, so I, I'm allowed to say this. I'm pretty sure there's not going to be 85,000 in the swamp that first game against New Mexico State this Saturday. I think he was just rounding no, up. No, he, he absolutely was rounding <laughs> up by probably like 20,000. Right. But no, yeah. So I'm excited. It's my first time getting to go back to Gainesville in a while. I always go to Florida, Georgia, but, and Marcel Robinson here from CW17 sitting across from me would say it's Georgia, Florida, Lauren. It's right. not Florida, Georgia. Right. But yeah, so I'm just... I'm ready for college football to be back. I'm like you said, game day and Samantha Ponder this year. She's Mm -hmm. not going to be doing any of the sideline reporting, Mm -hmm. but she'll be on college game day and uh, Kirk Herbstreet. Have you ever made a sign? Never. Me neither. Those, those articles actually do extremely well. Like the, the sign round. Oh yeah. Like just taking, of course, cause they do all the work for you. You don't have to go search for all the great photos of the signs. They just kind of put them all there for you. One of my favorite signs was Sam Ponder. Stop calling me. I love that, like, as if, please. I know. Please. All right, so, Bly, before we uh, end the show tonight, tell us a little bit about what you think about this whole RG3 debacle with the Washington Oh, bless his heart, that poor. Bless his heart. The Southerner came out in Bly there. No, I, I think it's an unfortunate situation on, on both sides. I, I don't know that he was ever – I think he was given a fair chance, but I think everything he's said and done has been twisted and, and turned internally within the organization and externally with the media. Um, he certainly hasn't played up to par, um, but I think at this point you, you just have to cut ties and, and move along because it, if he stays on the team, it's just going to be a cancer in the locker room. Well, $16 million guaranteed, even if he gets injured, is, is tough to swallow if you're mm-hmm. not playing him. But the fact that I think, you know, there's a lot of contention around the fact that Jay Gruden left him in there and he got sacked so many times against the Lions. And so I think that, you know, is he kind of being a baby about the situation a little bit? Could Jay Gruden do a better job with the whole situation? Absolutely. But it just makes you like take a deep breath and in Jacksonville go, I'm so glad we're not dealing Mm -hmm. with this right before this. That's another bad organization, like top to bottom. And you have to really, like you said, feel, feel very lucky that we have the owner that we do and and the management team that we do. And we're not dealing with that sort of mess. Absolutely. And uh, just a little piece of news before we end the show, helmets and heels has been extended 
to two hours from here on out. So even if we're not live on location where our shows are always two hours, we will be two hours from 7 to 9 p.m. on Tencent XL and 92.5 FM throughout the entire football Woo-hoo. season. Are we sure that's a good idea? They're going to let us talk for two whole hours? Um, I think it's a good idea for some it's others. Dangerous. Mics will be muted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mine? <laughs> no, I was referring to myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, coming up next, we will check in with Fat Tony. I haven't seen Fat Tony in weeks because I missed the last show that we were in studio. So I can't wait to see what he's got going on. And uh, thanks again to everyone who made this night so amazing at DreamFinders home outside of Gate 4, inside of Gate 4, outside of Everbank Field. You're listening to Helmets and Heels on Tencent XL 92.5 FM.